Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome into the uh, whoa. Welcome into the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Uh, got James with me. James, how did uh, Week Nine go for you? Oh, Week Nine was beautiful. It was, it was beautiful. A, just okay. amazing time for us. We really, uh, you know, did everything we wanted to do. Yeah, and we also have the Pick and Profit with us, Greg from Greg Co. Greg, are you? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. All right. Yeah. All right. So, hey, uh, glad to have Greg with us. And uh, Greg, uh, do you want to speak about your matchup this past week? Uh, I'm. Mm, I'd rather. I'd probably just just chalk it up as <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember anything from past week. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. We let's let's run down the week nine matchups. Um, and before I do, I'm going to read this uh, this tweet that I saw. And Greg, I don't know if you have anybody on this list or James, but uh, players tackled at the one yard line and they did not score a touchdown on the same drive for week nine. And this was before Monday Night Football. Uh, Dak Prescott, Gardner Minshew, Jaron Hall, Alvin Kamara, DeAndre Swift, Rashad White. Jalen Warren, Najee Harris, Mike Evans, KJ Osborne, Johnu Smith, two times on the same drive, oh, got gosh. tackled at the one yard line. And Michael Mayer and Luke Schoonmaker, I guess is his name. Do you guys have any of those players? Uh, I, think I don't think players my players short. know. I don't think my players know what the end zone is. So <laughs> I'm gonna... quite the opposite opinion here. Yeah. So. Did you, James, did you have anybody? I don't believe so. I think um, we all found the end zone. Yeah, well, I, that's just quite the list. I was just really impressed. All those guys got tackled at the one-yard line and did not score um, this week for week nine. But anyways, going back to the matchups this past week, just uh, in review, we lost to the Big Orange Bullies 190 to 185. That was definitely a close made it, Yeah, definitely made it closer than I thought we would. Uh Let's see, strong side 164 to 149 over Donut Stop Believing. Allman Brothers 202.35, our highest scoring team of the week. Yes, Beat the you. East Coast Wombats 141.95. Uh, we have Tecmo Power Runners 123, the Golden Eagle Football Club won. They won 144 to 45. Greg Co. 118.80, lost to Pace in Your Face 202.10. Just squeaked by. Just squeaked by. And then we had a close one here. The West Coast Wombats, 157-20. Tizeah, 40-31, who scored 152-05, barely winning on that one. Your Worst Nightmare, Kevin, 143-85 to Kemp's crew, 107-15. And uh, what happened to Kemp's crew here? I was just trying to see really quick on his matchup. Oh, Drake London got hurt. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, and Puka and Bijan and everybody just had a terrible week that week for him. So, all right, fellas, we are moving on to week 10. And uh, we've got some trash talk this week. And uh, brought to you by Jordan Pace. I love it. So, Oh, no. And we have the matchup, right? Is it this, this week? Yeah, it's this week. It's so this past, week. The past two high-scoring teams of last week are facing off this week. Pacing your face in seventh place versus the Almond Brothers in second place. Very close matchup. I received this text from Pace. Let me read it here. 
He says, please share this video on the podcast with James as I am facing the Almond Brothers this week. I just made a salad for lunch and threw in some shaved almonds to get myself hyped. Pacing your face is 6-0 these past three weeks with a median score, and we're the sole reason for the median score being as high as it is. Three straight, 200-plus point weeks, and it is about to be four straight. Who's next? You're next. And here's the video he sent. And this is Goldberg, is that right? I believe, I believe so. I hope you guys can hear this because I'm putting it up to the mic. So, So there you have it, James. uh, It was (laughs) any any reply, any rebuttal? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, first off, the the uh, was it X that he sent that video from? Yes. Um, he uh, the the caption there is New Titans GM Rank Harthon creating cap space for the offseason, right? So he's clearing space. So obviously, Pace I guess thinks he's going to be clearing some space, but he's got some errors in his post here. Uh, he's saying that he's the sole uh, reason for the median score. I'd like to point out that yes, he has three weeks of over two hundred, but he only has two weeks this whole season that he's got a higher score than we have. And the last two weeks, we've also scored over 200 and outscored him over 200. Uh, it it seems to see that uh, that Jonathan Taylor bust up a pick that, that I made um, while my wonderful friend Blake was supporting his family um, has started to work out for us. 17 points this last week, kind of getting into a rhythm. So I don't know if it's the time to be calling out next when uh, you're looking straight at the Almond Brothers. And I did notice that you needed almonds in your life to get you hype. <laughs> so, I mean, we're just here to lend a hand right before we drop you off the cliff. The stage is set. Almond Brothers pacing your face. Greg, I'm going to give you a second. Pull up the matchup because uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and pull it up here on our end. The league pick them. We have a new leader. It is no longer me. It's no longer awkward for, for me to say that I'm in the lead right now. Greco had a six and one week for week nine, followed by Blake. Mm-hmm. Had a five mm-hmm. and two week. So we have new co-leaders, Greco and Blake, uh, followed by myself, Jake, Suggs, Matt Collins, Carver, Pace, Jordan Iwanis, and Cameron, Reed, Jeff. And so Greg. Uh, go ahead and, and pull up that matchup with you being a co-leader with Blake. Who who do you have winning this matchup uh, versus pacing your face in the Almond Brothers? Greg. 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 Be good to go, it'd be good to go off mute. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. This is me being an IT person. Yeah. Um, so, actually, my – for this week was actually pace in your face. Ooh, now, oh my goodness! Let me yeah, let man. me let me forward this back. It's kind of awkward. Let me, let me let me rewind this back to how this even came to be. Okay. Okay. So this year I've done something I've never done before with Pickham. All right. I decided I'm too lazy. I don't want to go through every single week. Yeah. So I used my Pickham profit. You know the the skills and the and the the, the blessing upon me. And I literally made all all of my whole season picks on the first week. Wow. So at that point in time, I don't think, you know, the Almond Brothers were doing 
anywhere close to that well. And so <laughs> I think it just made more sense then. But now, yeah, this pick doesn't – I don't know if – I don't know if I would still make this pick now. Probably – I don't know. It's still very close because you guys are both up there. I think I'd still pick probably the Almond Brothers now. But mm-hmm. I told myself I'm not changing a single one. So it's well, locked it's in. It's funny because I'm, I'm changing my Christmas card list right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. yeah. And even if you somehow got a Christmas card, there will not be an almond included this year. Greg. No, no. No. James will be removed. I was going to go honey roasted. <laughs> I was going to go honey roasted this year, but no. Oh. So uh, one thing I'm noticing here, and we, we do need to discuss this. We do need to discuss this. Uh, CJ Shroud, ladies and gentlemen, this past week, uh, I'm sure everybody is aware at this point, put up 51.50 points for the Almond Brothers. And, uh, I mean, but imagine if we had started him, we were over 200 without it. Wow. So you are unleashing CJ Stroud on pace in your face this week. Um, what was the discussion there between you and Blake when you found out, I mean, you guys had, you have to be pumped. I mean, this guy's going to be your keeper, right? Oh, I mean, I think definitely we'd be stupid to give up a quarterback with that much potential. Uh, however, we did start him this week, so he's going to get four points. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're truly just beautiful co-managers. Uh, Blake sets our lineup for us and does that. I'm more um, draft day, and so gotcha. uh, it's been going great. But yeah, you know, we were really excited. I believe I, you know, I think it was uh, you Texas and said, "Hey, I think you found your keeper." And mine and Blake's both response were, "Ah, yes, nice." <laughs> So the excitement was really, truly boiling over. Yes. Uh, CJ Stroud was drafted by the Allman brothers in the 19th round. Was Blake there to help mm-hmm. with that pick? I don't believe he was back by 19th. I think he okay. just got there for the last two picks. So you guys get to keep CJ Stroud next year for a 16th round pick, which will be mm-hmm. very, very nice if he, if he keeps this up. So, um, so James, I guess this week you're picking yourself, right? Every week, every week you have to pick yourself. Brothers. You know, it's all about confidence going in. You got to keep the momentum going. That yeah. O train. Yes, uh, Greg. Greg, are you there? Just want to make sure before I Greg. start talking to him. <laughs> yes, yes, Greg. Greg. Good. <laughs> Greg, Greg, welcome to the podcast. Uh, oh, for, hey, thank you. Yes, thanks for joining us. Oh. Hey, so Greg, uh, take us back to the draft. You drafted <laughs> Cooper Cup. Yeah. Um, were you aware of the injury at that time when he fell to you at pick number 11? So going back to the draft, I did not look at any of those top guys that were going like any recent news. Cause I was like, Oh, it's just, you know, they're all good. And I did not see that he had the hamstring reoccur until after I picked him. Literally wow. right after I picked him, I found that out. And I was like, <laughs> oh. So that's 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 why on the next on the turnaround I got Devontae. Right. Uh, that was really the reason I did that because I was like, I just put myself in a hole. And then the whole thing just crumbled after that, in my opinion, for myself. But yeah, no, I did not know. I, I did not look. I usually do. And that first pick, I just did not look. And Ooh. I was wondering why nobody was taking Cooper. I was like, why is he falling to me? And I did it. <laughs> That didn't spark any kind of, you know, <laughs> red flag. Yeah, any kind of alarm in your mind. Uh, yeah. It could have been worse. You could have taken Tony Pollard. He's been terrible. So. <laughs> <laughs> took, took him next. Uh, so looking at your team, Greg, 
who, who do you have? I mean, you've, what's the status of Kyle Pitts as the tight end for you for uh, Greco Incorporated over there? Uh, he, we, we've seen some progress. He's definitely progressed in the right direction this year. He started off quite slow, then has, some, has had some pretty stable points here after that. But you know this Kate Otten's waiting in the he's waiting in the in the in the on the bench here waiting to come in. So I think Kyle's got to show us some things moving yeah. forward, or right. else Kate's going to break through. He's going to bust through and get in that starting position. So yes, did you vote in favor of the keeper this year? I did. What? I think I did. I think I voted yes to everything. To be honest, okay. so who do you have anybody in mind that you're you're thinking about keeping so far? <laughs> I thought of this the other day. Absolutely, I don't think anybody. Uh, <laughs> the only absolutely person nobody at all. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of these guys I didn't draft. Uh, I've tr- I've I've upended my my team quite a bit, but I think the only one that have a chance is Jordan Addison. But that's even or maybe one of my defensive guys. Like those are the only two things I can see. But I don't. But Jordan Addison would be like a third round pick, and I don't right. know. If you, he's, you got him in the seventh, so he'd be a yeah, yeah, fourth or, round pick or yeah. fourth round pick. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I don't know if he's worth that. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. But that would be probably the only one that I could see. Yeah. Are you enjoying the median score so far this year? Yeah, no, I think I think that I think it's worked out actually pretty well, especially like well, I have like there's been weeks I hadn't hit it, but on the weeks that I lost, it was kind of nice to have a um a win at, at some on some of it so it's like if you have a great week and you still you know lose that was just such an awful feeling if you were beating a lot of the other people and so if i had a good week but i happened to just lose then hey at least i got the the median but then if you hit both if you hit that jackpot man that really just catapults you um, yeah yes so if you if you uh had to do it again if we were to vote on keepers would you vote that you could keep a free agent pickup and make them like I was, a deep round pick? Yeah, I I was on board of keeping anybody that you had on your on your team if they were not drafted by anybody. The, if they were just a free agent, then we I, I think we could have had some kind of a blanket. This is their pick, yeah, you know, that's what for everybody. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like either fifteen or even twelve, ten, you know, whatever it might be. Sure. Yeah. And then I, that's kind of what I was thinking to do. But I mean, you know, that's just what it is. Yeah, James. What do you think about that? For I like that, game? especially yeah. especially if you're like in Greg's boat or some of the others, you know, that have had to rebuild their whole team or draft it and work out. They've had injuries, and they may have had somebody that could have been a good keeper, but then through injuries had to drop them, had to make space, and now they're not available to keep. So. I think it's a good thing. And sometimes you hit the lottery on a free agent that nobody saw was coming. Yeah, I was I was surprised that that one got shot down at the draft. I think pretty much most of the other ones got passed, but I was very surprised that that one, that one did not pass. So moving on, Greg, you are facing Jordan Awanazin, Isaiah 40-31 this week. He's a 61% favorite. You are the underdog at 39%. Uh, talk about this matchup this week. What do you – you, are you confident in your team? When and what's going on with uh, the running back situation? Yeah, I'm not extremely. I'm not extremely confident. The problem with now David Montgomery is supposed to come back, so that should help up my running back a lot. He's he's actually been pretty good without him being hurt. If he wouldn't have gotten hurt, I'd have had a pretty good um, several weeks there without it. But my depth is just is just not great. After I lost, I lost DK or uh, J.K. Dobbins on the very first, you know quarter 
of the first game. So that was and that was my first running back taken. And that just that just took me down to a down spiral on my running backs yeah. for the year. Um and so I've just been really trying to just gather as many free agents as I could on running backs, just put in who might have a hot hand in that week. But it's just mine mine is just pick and play. It's it's if I get 10 points total for my running backs, I'm 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 happy with that usually. My problem or this week with Cooper Cup out, that really diminishes what my total could be. Cause Devontae, if if I get it, my my wide receivers, I don't have an issue with except for their quarterbacks right now. But Devontae, Cooper Cup, and Jordan Addison, when they if they all had their their quarterbacks, I think that I would have the best wide receiver lineup in in our league. But the problem is now that I've given the the uh, the disease of you know hurting hurting not only my players but hurting other players that they they all their all every single one of their quarterbacks were out every single one of them so it's like you know what do you, I I'm just not as confident with their points now what the, what their outlooks are from continuing on yeah uh, and Lamar Jackson I, he is so hit or miss this year it it drives me nuts like he can bust out a 40 point game and then he goes down to 12 points or 13 points. I'm just like, oh, whatever. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I'm not extremely confident in it. Um, but let me go back and pull it up real quick. So you do have Darnell Mooney going tonight. Yeah. I have Darnell Mooney going tonight. So we'll, well, do we think let's, let's go ahead and call it. How many yards and do we get a touchdown tonight? James Darnell Mooney versus the Carolina Panthers tonight. What's the stat line going to be? I'm going to go with um, 140. What? Two tutties. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'll, uh, that's great. Take it I'm going to say take probably, bet on that. I'm going to say, I think he's going to get like 40 yards and like a half touchdown. <laughs> half touchdown. I'm going to say he's going to get a touchdown <laughs> tonight. I like it. I hey, think Mooney gets to, a touchdown for you. I'm trying to be optimistic. Right? That O train, you know? Wow. Him, hey, him big I will gladly, yeah, give me a ticket. One yeah, one yeah. way. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that means. 140 yards and two touchdowns. You know, if he goes over 100 and gets one touchdown, I'm pretty much right, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's 100% right. 100%. Yeah. 70% of the time, you're 100% right. Yes. There you That's go. right. That's right. Greg, have you come close to any trades or anything this year? Yeah, I've got well, I've come close to a couple. Um I think let me think. I think it's mainly just been with Jake, if I remember correctly. But we, we just couldn't come to anything. So we just um uh we didn't we didn't finalize anything. So that wasn't anything wasn't yeah. like I was necessarily just like, oh, this is a ridiculous trade or anything like that. It just didn't – I just didn't necessarily it want to go through. through. Yeah. So, no, nothing nothing crazy, nothing bad like what is Pace it? was was talking about last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is there anything <laughs> that you're looking for via trade before the trade deadline in our league, which is coming up very soon, I think uh, maybe next Saturday? Uh, Saturday, oh. November 18th. Yeah, I mean, really mainly just running – I mean, running back's the only thing that – I think that I would necessarily need. Yeah. I think my IDPs are actually all right and my defense is good. Um, but the, yeah, it's really running back that just can't seem to click at least one spot on running back. Can't yeah. seem to click. All right. Well, Greg, thanks for joining us. The pick and profit himself. 
Uh, oh, what James, a pleasure. James, did you have any questions for him? I, I forgot to even oh, go to go to you. Yeah, I was just going to ask. I mean, if you're looking for players, CJ Stroud, we might be willing to trade him. Whoa. <laughs> no. I forgot he's a running back right now. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, uh, yeah. A lot, a lot of points, though. I mean, yeah. You would trade away your keeper no. of CJ Stroud? Yeah. I no, I'm keeper. just kidding. Oh, okay. I'm just joking. Shoot. I'm just joking. Come on. Right. Come on, guys. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. Greg. That, did, that did spark a little bit of conversation there, didn't it? That did. I thought, oh, my goodness. <laughs> James offering CJ Stroud. Greg, um, you can go back on mute and. Um, Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'll be on mute the rest of the time, guys. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye. Yeah, All, right. All right, that was great, Co. Always, always good oh. talking to old, old Greg there. Old Greg. I just can't believe that even preseason he didn't pick us to win. I know. You know I just <laughs> yeah. And you know, I know that my relationship goes way back with him, but yeah, I mean him and Blake pretty much shared a womb, so <laughs> I don't even I don't get that. All right, let's hit the uh, fab, and then we will do the picks of the week and go through our week nine fab right here. Show me the money! All right, obviously we have our number one quarterback possibly of the year. I don't know if anybody's gotten higher than this, but it was C.J. Stroud. Don't know if you've heard of that, James. Uh, 51 points. Yeah, I heard something. Next closest was Dak Prescott, who went up against us. So that was really cute. Great performance by him. Glad that he could have his uh, best game by by far, by far. Oh wait, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. He, he's done pretty good as of late. Um, and then we have our best wide receivers of the week: Tank Dell of the Techno Power Runners, thirty-two point fifteen, and CD Lamb for pace in your face, twenty-eight point ten. Coming in at third, Noah Brown, who is in free agency, 27.30. Kind of shocking. Nobody has picked him up, but he is out there. Uh, third place right there. If anybody's interested in a wide receiver this week, your top running backs, Rashad White, Isaiah 40-31 had 27.90. Ramondre Stevenson actually showed up for once, 22.90. And your top <laughs> your top tight end, Dalton Schultz for the Allman Brothers, 27 points. Uh, tight end with strike again. How about that? And then we had to top, yell a little bit, but we got there. Top kicker, Young Ho Koo for the Almond Brothers, 19.20 points. And then your top defense was the Los Angeles uh, Chargers for pacing your face, 32 points. Close followed behind. We had some defenses putting up some numbers, uh, 32 yeah. points. Then we had Cleveland with 30, Indianapolis with 30, the Vegas Raiders, t- 26. I mean, wow, that's a lot of, that's uh, quite the output there. Your top yeah. IDP was Kenny Moore for pace in your face. He had 32.50 points. I know he had two touchdowns. He had seven, let's see, eight tackles, um, two interceptions, p- pass deflections. Did he have two touchdowns? Maybe he just had two interceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was just two. But anyway, still a great, great week for him. Adebo, the cornerback for New Orleans, pace in your face, 25.25. Jawan Bentley had 22.75. He is a free agent for uh, the Patriots. He's their linebacker. He had 13, 13 tackles with two sacks and two wow. tackles for the loss. Brian, That's a season total. Yeah, for real. Byron Young, uh, 21.50, is also a free agent, had 10 tackles, two sacks, and a tackle for loss. And then Allman Brothers, 
Max Crosby, defensive end. Did you guys start him 21 mm-hmm. points? You did? We did. Very nice. So that is oh, yeah. your all-pro team for week number nine. And James, let's go ahead and do our picks of the week. Let's take a trip around the league. All right, like we discussed before, we have new leaders in the league. Pick them. We've got Greg and Blake as your new leaders. James, let's go ahead and start with our picks of the week here. Um, Let's start with the West Coast Wombats and the Tecmo Power Runners. Tecmo Power Runners are favored to win this 153 to 139. Who do you have in this matchup? Matt and Courtney going with Will Levis. Obviously, they made the statement um, on the Facebook group. Did you see that? I did not see that. Oh, okay. Let me let me read that really, really quick. Hold on one second here. Uh, uh, this was posted November 7th, so two days ago. It says, Will Levis is the new starting quarterback for the West Coast Wombats. Coach Matt Collins made the announcement during a press conference on Tuesday at College Side Church of Christ. Levis, drafted in the second round of the 2023 NFL Draft, started in place of injured veteran Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, and Ryan Tannehill during the team's past two games. Quote, let me just clear up some things here moving forward, Collins said before taking any questions. Will is going to be our quarterback. We are, we are going to go with Will. We think that is the best opportunity for our football team right now. I think Deshaun will progress throughout through uh, through the, here this week, and I think and we're hopeful that he can be ready uh, for a backup for us and prepare as a, star, a starter, and that's where we're at right now, end quote. So uh, Will Levis, wow. the new quarterback, moving forward. How do you feel about that for the, uh, the West Coast Wombats and the Titans? Uh, I think for the Titans, there's a lot of uh, potential there, and I feel like they're kind of in a position where they have some time to let him go ahead and develop, get some live reps in like that, and just kind of hand him the reins and not have to worry about coming out when Tannehill comes back. But for West Coast, I feel like it's kind of a risky move. I mean, he's had two great weeks, or decent weeks. You know, last week wasn't as great as his first week, but, you know, just never know on his third game. They've got two weeks of film on him. Who knows what it's going to look like, what they're going to prepare for for him. So uh, I hope, as a Titans fan, it works out. And uh, for West Coast, I hope that, they can benefit from that. Yeah, West Coast, uh, with Levitz this week, this is a big opportunity for him versus Tampa Bay. They've given a, a ton of passing yards. I think the last two weeks, yep. quarterbacks facing them have been just amazing, putting up some serious fantasy points. Um, one strong suit for the West Coast Wombats that they're slowly building is their IDPs. Um, picking up Shaq Leonard out of nowhere, he was a free agent for a couple weeks there, and he has really brought – Really come on as of late. He's had 11.25, 11 points, like a, a steady tackle floor for them. They're getting back Debo Samuel this week going up against Jacksonville. Um, so I, I could see an upset here. I'm going to go with the West Coast Wombats. Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of energy. Obviously, Coach Collins there is really excited. Uh, so I'm with you on that one. All right. Moving on to our next matchup, we have Pace in Your Face versus the Almond Brothers, which we've already we've already touched on. Almond Brothers. You're picking yourself. Uh, picking Greg, myself. Greg is picking pace in your face. Um, I have picked right now the Almond Brothers. Oh, good. Your son still stands a chance at LMA. <laughs> All right, moving on. We got Kim's crew versus Strong Side. Strong Side is the favorite to win this one, 152 to 140. Jake is getting to fire up Josh Dobbs this week, which last week was just, I mean, what the crazy drama of. Oh, man. 
you know, of Dobbs coming in, hadn't even had a chance. You know, everybody knows the story at this point, but yeah, comes in and just does amazing. So now he's got a full week of practicing with his team. And, and uh, so it should be very interesting. Great. Uh, it looks like a great pickup for, for Jake after losing Kirk Cousins. So uh, who do you have on this one, Jake versus Matt? Uh, I love Dobbs. I love the his story. I love how brilliant the man is that he can come in and do that with like he's doing audible so his line can hear it when he's about to go in the game for the first time. Uh, but I think there was probably something to that him coming in last minute like that and probably led to his, some of his success because they weren't prepared for him as quarterback. I think I might have to go strong side because I think a week of preparation is gonna. I don't know that's going to be quite as exciting. I've got Jake winning this week. Uh, I just think that he's got some players that can absolutely go off. So uh, let's see here. Yeah, Brees Hall, Bijan. I mean, surely Bijan getting Drake London back this week could be big for Jake. Um, So I'm going to go with Jake on this one. Moving on to our next one, Gregko versus Isaiah 40-31. We already touched on this with Greg. Isaiah 40-31 being the favorite to win this, 155 to 143. Who do you have on this? Well, Greg didn't pick me. I'm not picking him. <laughs> so that, Let's go that, Eagles. That's that. That's that. That's that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on, we've got uh, Donut Stop Believing, Rish versus Cameron, Golden Eagle Football Club. A very close matchup here. Uh, Rish is barely projected to win, 147 to 146. Who do you have on this matchup, James? I'm going to go Golden State and Cam. Gold, Golden State. Golden, right. gold, golden eagle. <laughs> I like Golden State. Maybe you could do something. With yeah, Golden State. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Cam starting two tight ends this week. Got Kittle and Laporta going. Got Derrick Henry, Gus Edwards. Um, so yeah, I don't flip a coin on this one. This could be very, very. Yeah, it's it's one point. Like there's no telling. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I like uh, Golden Eagle Football Club on this, but man, I yeah. If Sam Howell can go off, then Rich can definitely pull this off. Moving on, we have the Big Orange Bullies versus the East Coast Wombats, who are pleasantly surprised with their pickup of the uh, waiver wire darling Keaton Mitchell. Uh, We picked him up and sat on him, and then we dropped him, picked him back up, and then we dropped him, and guess what? There he goes. He goes off for the East Coast Wombats. Just love to see it. Uh, (laughs) They are actually starting him in their flex spot, which is a bold move. Big Orange Bullies is projected to win this one, 163 to 144. Who do you have on this one, James? You know, I, I'm thinking I'm going to go East Coast after getting just a beat last week. And uh, Big Orange Bullies aren't worried. They're already in the playoffs. They're already clinched. So you think so, the Big Orange Bullies could just relax here? I think they're just going to relax. You know, maybe yeah. save some of their big players. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, the Big Orange Bullies, I know I said that they clinched last week. It's gone. I was actual, looking at that. I didn't notice it was gone after a win. I, I was curious to look this week to see who else would clinch. There's nobody clinched. So that just must have been an error. So uh, sorry about that. Um, or actually, y'all should from. apologize, not me. But uh, there was an asterisk by the Big Orange Bullies, and it's gone. So everybody, everybody's still alive in the, all the playoff spots right there. Oh, yeah. Good. Okay. Well, then I'm going Big Orange Bullies. They're still <laughs> fighting for that win. <laughs> All right. Your, la- your last matchup is uh, us HNF Industries versus your worst nightmare. Kevin is picked to win 154 to 151. I'm picking Kevin. I don't have any, much confidence in our team. Um, who do you have on this one, James? Yeah. Kevin kind of started off slow, but he's kind of picking it up a little bit. So I'm going to go with him. The lack of confidence in your voice 
It's sending you that direction. <laughs> and that's telling you, yeah. Uh, yeah, because let me give you this. Uh, this is a tweet of the week here. Do I have the bumper for tweet of the week? We haven't played that in a while. Tweet of the week. I got a couple of tweets there was. for you. I got a couple of tweets and uh, I apologize. I'm not going to give these people credit. I'm just reading them because we are running out of time. Tony Pollard has gone an NFL high 136 consecutive touches without a touchdown. Unbelievable. Wow. And then also this one is for uh Bijan. Bijan Robinson has one carry inside the five yard line in the entire 2023 season. That is just, that's unbelievable. And then uh, the last one I have is uh, PPR fantasy points over the last four weeks. Travis Kelsey, 73.5. Taysom Hill, 72.10. So pretty interesting right there. A couple, yeah. couple tweets of the week. James, uh, any last words before we close? Hey, I'm great. Just keep an eye on that, that uh, matchup between us and Pace in your face. I think it's going to be an exciting one. Yeah, I like it. That's going to be the one to watch. Guys, we will uh, see you next week. Get in those league pick-em picks, and good luck in Week 10. I will see you.